podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Las Vegas, baby, we taking over. Ness Heyman. Mr. Vegas, you are Mr. Las Vegas. Now. I get in every fucking shit, they want me there. TBV presents a Ring Walk with Danny. Ring Walk Danny. Damn, Daniel. Owen Bama, only in America. Because I fight for the people. I go for you and you and you, all the beautiful kids is here. We turn a TBV into the hot 9-7 of boxing. Keep talking from Vegas. You already know if it's a big fight, I'm pulling out. Chicago, we in here. Man, man. From the cotton fields of Alabama to the casinos of Las Vegas. Mama, I made it. We up early, baby. The grind don't stop. Gilly the kid ain't gonna be the only one around here doing big shit. You are now locked into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I said that message, man, um, I was just speaking it into existence, you know what I'm saying? But yo, Gilly the Kid ain't gonna be the only one doing big shit around here. You know what I'm saying? Undefeated champ. That's me, man. That's GTO. Not undefeated no more. Who? You. You don't even know what I'm talking about, bro. Oh. I'm undefeated in life, baby. I'm happy to be here. Word. Uh, shout out to everybody that's going to tune in in the future, present, past. Doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? As long as you rocking out. <coughs> shout but, out Hardin. <coughs> Damn, no, that's actually some cafecino that got my, my man coughing Yeah, it went like the that. wrong hole, and I don't got the cough button to mute my coughing. So. Soon enough. Soon enough, man. Trust. Soon Lord enough. Willing. So we've been having a great day. Uh, like we told you, we had a video shoot to do uh, for our big announcement. Big announcement coming soon. Coming soon. Now, we, 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 we have a scheduled date. Uh, not for the announcement, for, for but for the start of what the announcement is. But we'll give you a sooner announcement with details, you know, once uh, the video is all done and ready to go. Yeah, you know, everything is in the hands of the shooter right now, the editor the doing his thing. You know, shout out to Malik, did his thing for us. And, uh, you know, in yeah. due time, here real soon, real soon. For sure, man. But it's been a great day. Yo, that was dope. Let me tell you, I, I had a good time with the shoot. Everything, uh, everything. Uh, shout out to Mike Leonardi. He just asked me. He's like, "Yo, so how'd it go?" I was no Madison asked me. We were talking about it, and I was like, "Look, the only thing that could have went better is that it didn't rain mm. because you got sad." 
I did get a little sad. You know, I watched the car. You know what I mean? Watched the car because we was, we was going to be doing a shoot. You know what I mean? So Word. I threw on the all whites and Yeezys. 350s. Lil Jeezy. And uh I thought I thought I was yo, I even parked the car in the inside the garage just in case. Soon as we pulled out. Mm-hmm. Now look, let me tell you. Like on a highway, that's nah, just like nah, dripping. No, oh, the seven eleven. Yeah. Ness did not want to stop at the gas station. And I'm like, bro, I forgot my chapstick. I need to stop. Crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So then I go inside and of course I come out with three Red Bulls for Ness. Three Red Bulls. Where's and shit at? and uh, that's one of them. And I bought my chapstick, and as soon as I come out, I see it's drizzling, and I see the water on the vet, and I'm like, fuck. I ain't going to hit the end of this shit. And uh, lo and behold, yeah, you know, uh, Ness was frustrated. But then... Uh, that, shit, that shit definitely killed the vibe. But then the camera came out, and uh, we got excited, and we have plenty of reasons to be excited and plenty of reasons... To be blessed. We got a lot of video, man. We got a lot of video. And uh, in about, I don't know, a week or so, we'll be putting that out. And it's just amazing. It was um, Yo, I, I truly for, a blessing. I got to get uh, with Jemmy for the thumbnail. Mm. The idea I told you. I mean, I seen you sent him a bunch of shit. Wasn't that you? Nah. Somebody text him Jimmy. <laughs> oh. Was that you, Bo? Nah, it must have been your uh, New York. Brandon, Brandon, let me nah, see. Nah, New York, dude. Really? He the only one that's going to probably accumulate a lot of stuff, you know? Yo, Mad Ben 100, first super chat of the evening. $5 saying, thanks for the headphones. Let's get a Max Mo Stir. Maybe. Oh, Mexican Monster Glove, I think he meant. Maybe that was uh, Rob. I don't know. Look, they said, yo, Jimmy, tell me you made a short of Ness and Ishay. And the Apple Watch calorie. Oh, it says Brandon. Oops. Oh. Oops. Ain't nobody want a shot of that, man. Nobody want a shot of that. Damn, we got five dollars super chatty already. You read it already, so you know what that means. Spin Damn. the wheel. What? He trying to Yo, get... Yo, so we got some exciting news, man. I mean, Danny's holding everything tight to the chest, man, but... Uh oh, you ain't even see that spill that Will Spencer down count. Hold up. Hold up. Hold Wait. up. Wait. There you go. Yeah, man. You know the announcement coming soon. We got the thing filmed today. And uh, you know What you film? A big announcement. What was it? We filmed we filmed some trees and some water. You're corny B. And we filmed some flowers. And uh, were you in any buildings? What part of the city were you in? <laughs> I nah, was nah, but outside of that, outside <laughs> of that, uh, I just want to tell you, you persistence. landed in the Kenichi Bear headphones again, again. Matt Bent, so, who landed in Matt Bent? He a said, Thank you. He said, Thanks for the headphones. Let's get a Mexican monster glove, yeah. So, uh, persistence paid off. I sent, I sent. Terrence Bud Crawford, the video of me spanking on Haseen Rockman Sr. back to back. And I'm like, yo, champ, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Winner. If I win, you start over, we start over. So he he hit me with the laugh out loud, and I was like, yes. No, you 
he hits you with the laugh out loud and you responded with the 100 emoji. <laughs> nah, but I, I said yes to you. Like, oh, yeah. And, and he was like, what you all excited? I'm like, cuz, that's it. The ice is broke. He could have just kept not ever answering. And not fucking with you. He answered once a month, though. So so then he answered. And let me tell you, this has been an ongoing thing for months with months. Uh, Nessa's persistence. And... You know, like Bo said, Bud will answer about once a month, <laughs> and you know we'll get happy about it because all right, cool, it's, it's going on a positive note. But nonetheless, he responds laughing out loud. Ness put the one hundred emoji. He tells me yes because I know as a chess player, by him saying laugh out loud, he either thinks like, okay, I accept the challenge because I'm a chess player. Or, laugh out loud, I'm about to spank you because I'm that good of a chess player. So, I knew the door was open. Or at least I hope so. And then, uh, he's like, yo, send me your number. So, I'm like, send him the link because I'm driving. I'm like, send him the link. Danny's helping me. He's like, yo, let me get a chance because I'm trying to drive and do this shit. And I'm like, yo, just send him my link to chess.com and we'll be right in a game five minute timer winner take all you know what i'm saying so i sent him the link twice he 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 sent me a request on um i message the i message gaming Cause, system cause, there's no time on that i also sent the number yeah. so when i sent the number but sent the, uh the i message and let me tell you, shout out to you because you actually have the Game Pigeon app downloaded. Oh, yeah. I used to play the chess one. Yeah, there. I don't have it downloaded. So if it would have been me, I would have been like, hold on, let me download that. Yeah, right man, quick. I'm ready. I'm ready. So so he sends me the Game Pigeon and I'm like. Hold on. But before in the DMs, what did he say in the DMs? Oh, yes. Yes. So what he said was, if you beat me, I'll give you an interview. So the pressure... The pressure was on. The pressure was on because it's like, bro, I need that interview. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I sent them the link, and Danny sent them the link and the number. So he sends back the pigeon instead of jumping on his five-minute game. You know what I'm saying? Five-minute game. If you watch Fresh, you know what I'm talking about. Put the, put the game on speed. I chew his ass up. You know what I'm saying? So now, we on his territory. We in Nebraska because that's his game. That's his board. And, uh, man, I swear, I think it was one, two, two, three moves in a piece. Right? Three moves in a piece. I, I lost my pawn. And I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, a free pawn at that. It wasn't, it wasn't one for one. And, you know, like when I played Rockman, I got extra nervous, which is crazy. I've been playing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I played thousands of games. So it's like, you know, not knowing the person you're playing online or from a different country is totally different. You know? But being that it's Bud or it was Haseen Rockman Senior, it's like, yo, fucking feeling anxiety, hands sweating and shit. And uh, I lost that pawn, so I'm overthinking it. And uh, shout out to Danny. You the man, yo. Danny's official friend. He's like, nah, 
chill, champ, calm down, come back like you did in the rock mind fight. Yo, because in the rock mind, in the rock mind, he like, man, it's over, man. I fucked up, man. It's over. And I'm like, bro, you overthinking it. Chill out, man. Like, you thinking this a heavyweight legend. I get it. But, bro, this the chess boy. This ain't the boxing ring. Chill out. So I told him, I'm like, yo, let's go smoke. And, you know, get you in your, in your zone. So we went out to the vet. because Wild I'm like, plan, though. We never stopped the game. He, so not, you smoked in between rounds? Bro, I'm smoking in yes, between the game. So you using PEDs, bro. I was smoking in between the game, bro. I, wa I walked straight out this, this studio. We took the back exit. Ended up in the vet and, and hot boxing. So, uh, you know, he's up. He's up because I lost that that pawn. So the whole fucking game, I'm on defense. <coughs> Everything is defense. Everything is defense. I'm so mad. He got my king all out the fucking way. I got no protection. I'm telling Danny. I literally told Danny, like, bro, this fucking app is so whack. If it was my app, I would have been knocked my king over. Like, that app don't even let you quit. I couldn't find a way to quit. Like, in my head, is over. Terrence is too good. I've made so many mistakes that my king is vulnerable. I'd rather quit and, and, yo, champ, let me get a rematch. But there's no way to quit. I'm touching all the buttons. There's no way to quit. And I'm forced to play. So, again, Danny the big, the good friend, like, yo, chill, man, chill. He like, yo, how you could win? And I'm like, man, I, he would have to make a mistake. Like, I need him to make a mistake. And then... um. He did. He did. He was like, he was like all the way to the end of the board. I can't really say because I don't. I'm not as good as those people that know the fucking letters and the numbers of each board. Uh, but he was all the way to the end of the board, and he brought his bishop to uh, pose a threat to my queen. But I had my bishop on the same line as my queen, so I'm like, man, that ain't no threat. Give me that. I'll take your bishop, and you can take my queen because my queen is defended with the bishop so it'll be two pieces for one in my right, eyes right, right, right. so when he put his bishop there i'm like give me that shit jumped on it. i'm like yeah danny i got him i'm up two pieces and i'll really kill him if he tries to bite back and get my queen hold because on watch this though y'all so look so while this is happening mind you we in the vet while this is happening i take my phone out and put video that'll probably never hit the internet. No, I wanted to hit the internet. I told him. I said, "Yo, I got it. I gotta ask Terrence. Can I post this fucking a video, video? A video that because he was recording. I didn't think because he was gonna, oh, my, it was beautiful. My, my thing was when you play Rock Mom, we was already in the gym. The camera was already rolling. So you know whether you lost or won, you, know, <laughs> you wanted to get that. You know we could have been able to capture that cool last moment on camera. So I'm like, look. It ain't even got to be for the internet, even if it's for for us. Like, cool, that's still a dope-ass moment. You play, you know, Bud Crawford and chess. So, as he's playing, 20 seconds into the video, and that's like, yeah, he whipped my ass, you know? And then, <laughs> you know, uh, but you said, but I got him on the ropes. It was a good, yeah. it was a good game. Yeah, good yeah, game. yeah. No, like I said, you know, um... If I had the ability to quit, I would have quit. But he forced, like that app forces you to go all the way. So I'm going. And I told Danny, like, he got, he's up on pieces, but I got him on the ropes. And then he made that mistake of trying to threaten my queen. So I snatched his bishop. And now I'm trying to trade queen so I could be up 
two pieces and a rook. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he he backed away. I knew it. He backed away. But I, I I eventually ended up beating him. And that's all that matters. It's the first game. Because in that first game, the initial uh, contract, verbal contract was, if you beat me, I'll give you an interview. So bottom line, I beat him. And uh, I want my interview. So so when I beat him, he like, nah. Uh, wait, let me see, because I don't want to put words in his mouth. What did he say? I, I was excited. I was always so excited. And uh, he sent the he so 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 the first thing he did was send three crying emojis when I beat him, and I and I sent them back. The wrong answer. This was the wrong answer. I'm glad he ignored it. I said Zoom link with the laugh out loud emoji, like yo, I want my interview now. But I don't want no Zoom link. You know what I'm saying? We flying butt out. Fuck all that crazy shit. Um, <laughs> right. So so then I said, fuck it. I fucked up by saying Zoom link. He texts back. He's like, yo, I was dis- I got distracted. I'm driving. So I text back from in the car like, me too. No, nah, <laughs> well, he said. But I sent the whole video. I sent him a video, you know, thanking him to- for playing me and obviously for uh, letting bygones be bygones, man, and allow me to start over. And then he sent me a video, but I don't. Danny want me to play, but I don't know if nah, I should nah, play. Nah, nah, nah. I don't know as I, as I, if I should play it because you. Know. I was talking about the one you sent him. Oh, you want me to send show the minds? Okay, okay, I could do that. Because I found it funny, I, and I thought it was a you know, like I said, a cool little moment. Okay, this this the one I you sent know? him. So so after yes, the win. Nas got the dub, but on TBV coming soon. So hopefully this ain't on loop, right? Matter of fact, let me get that so it don't loop. Hey, Chip, thanks for making me happy. Uh, I just want to say I apologize for anything and everything that I've done and said, but I'm, I'm happy to have played you. And uh, I am going to give you a rematch, but I'm on a high right now. My hands were sweaty, all that, knees weak. <laughs> Okay, my bad, my bad. I muted our mics while I was playing the video. My bad. I never went back to our mics. My bad. Hold on, hold on. We want 100 likes before we play the video again. No, they they heard the video. It was me. All right, now like, no sound. Yeah, they ain't okay, hear okay, none okay. of my reaction after that. That's why. They heard the video. I'm pretty sure. Can Remember, we get 100 likes for that they video? Like 15, that was good stuff, man. They like 15 seconds behind. Oh, look at Jay Orlando. What up, Jay? They like 15 seconds behind us, man. Sorry, fellas. Damn. I hate when I do that. My bad, y'all. But anyway, man, I'm picking Virgil Ortiz, man. 
Short and sweet, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and the Michael Wilkinson fight. Uh, I am as well, man. He should come out, dominate another hometown fight for him. And I, I just think that he is, you know, uh, a few steps above a Michael Wilkinson, and I expect him to shine come Saturday night. Yeah, man, we got a few super chats that came in while we was telling that story, man. And that was just really half of the great day that we had, man. Um, you know, we are uh, on some sort of uh, restrictions and gag orders by Daniel Alvarez. So um, soon enough, we'll be able to uh, give you all the details of the re of, of, of everything great that happened today. But... Know that it was a good day, man. It was definitely a good day. We got a big, fat $10 super chat. $10 super chat. From Optimus Prime. Shout he says, roll to a million subs. Let's go. Shout out to you, champ. Appreciate the support for sure. Appreciate uh, the kind words because from your lips to God's eyes, we're going to go ahead and spin this wheel for you on a $10 spin. Pretty sure it's God's ears. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he can see too. Word. Word. Oh, IBO hat. Wait, that's only five. So you get another spin, right? Double chat. Let me double chat. Let me double chat. Let me double chat. Chat. Double, 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 double check. IBO hat is a $5. The shirt is $10. You good at this, man. Yes, sir. I remember. You good at this, man. All right. So, oh, wait. He got one more spin because that was $5. Spin it again. And let's see what he land on. Where's he land? I wish I could show y'all Bud video, man, because I was I was that was pretty dope. Oh, IBO shirt. Uh-oh. Even though that's ten dollars, right? Yeah, so you'd have to send in another five. You would have to send in another five, but at least you'd be in the raffle, in the runnings for two raffles to have the whole set. You know what I'm saying? You'd be out here chilling with the whole setty set. Uh we got Mad Ben 100 with another one. He says, and he sent ten dollars. He says, let's get the headphones Cobb wins the belt Ortiz wins Mad Bent wins alright so he sent that extra 10 for the Kenichis. I put him in the Kenichi with another Kenichi beer entry for Mad Bent only 3 people in those shout out to Mad Bent who already has a pair of Kenichi and he said that he loved them so damn. much he needed a second pair damn he put himself in a raffle for a second pair second pair shout out to you Mr. Lucky we got Big Matthews all the way in the UK who was not appreciating the chest voice uh, he sends a 2 pound super chat uh, we're actually 179 pound but it, it should round out to about $2, $2 I'm sure. He says Cobbs got this give me a Blair Flair. Woo! So he's picking Cobbs over Hooker. I don't know if I can do that. That's pretty tough. That's a real tough fight. Yeah, man. I got to see who's the better man. Um and you got to lean the former champion without a doubt. Um but Let's go ahead and allay. I hope I pronounced Let's that Let's go ahead right. and spin this wheel. For? Allay. Once you read that super chat, this it's $15 US, even though it's Australian. Okay. So it equals out, you're saying? Okay. So he says, been listening quietly for three months now. Being Aussie, can't interact with y'all. But love what you're doing. Keep it up. Shout out, Jai. Yo, Ope yes, you Ty could. 
for his amazing performance the other week. Peace. You can use the Discord right now. Yo, you can use Discord, Discord right now uh, to link up with us. Uh, can you put it in the chat, Bo, or you don't have the ability? I don't have All right. the ability. Um, you can link with us right now on Discord, and, you know, like, every time we're live at 9 a.m., I mean, you know, yeah, every time we're live at 9 a.m. Eastern, it's your 9 p.m. Australia. So I'm pretty sure you, you can rock out while you fall asleep. But let's give him a wheel spin yeah. for his super chat. Never know, man. We might have to ship something all the way to Australia. Fitting. I think it's actually less. It's like ten dollars. What if he won the Canelo giveaway? We got to fly. I think it's actually. I think it's actually ten dollars because fifteen would be twenty-one Australian, right? So let me see. I'm doing it now. It'd be ten dollars. You are correct. Okay. Ten dollars. So you do have to send another five dollars American if you want to be in the running for this. Amazing bag. I mean, it's soft Spray vegan ground. leather. This is soft vegan leather. You know, you see the shark bite. You, you see. You might have seen. You Tom, see the gold. You might have seen Tom Brady carrying a spray ground bag into the locker room. Oh, that football guy. The greatest yes. NFL quarterback of all time. This is the greatest camouflage of all time. Mm. This before this there was beef and Brock, and mm. then this. Mm. This this is classic. What's mm. beef and Brock? Oh my God! What that didn't make it? It made it to Chicago, right? Beef and broccoli. Yeah, like the food. <laughs> no, the shoes. Uh, I never Beef heard of broccoli. Shoes. You lying! You lying! You lying! You lying! You lying! You lying! Y'all lying right now. I thought you were talking about bro, just let me see. Let me see. Bro, I, I thought before. he was talking about just from the Chinese joint, a little beef and broccoli. Uh, you know, from the Chinese joint. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know what Back to the Future about. with Nestor Gibbs. Yeah, you know, he old, old. You know, that, why y'all think he get his hair cut so low? He ain't trying to show those grades off. In the meantime, $2 Super Chat Dante Rios says, Shout out TBV. Shout out to the realist, Bo. Shout out Dante Rios. Shout out to uh, Bo. So you sent them, you paid him to, to, to say that? Nah. Who we got in the chat? I mean, the Discord. Discord, we got J Mac the coach on there. Mm. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. Look, 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 look. On the fucking website, you little weirdos. What are you talking about? Nah, nah, what are you, what B. Are you about? Nah, B. Nah, B. Don't disrespect the kid that know all about a thing in this motherfucker. What are you talking about? Hold bro? on, hold on. Straight from the straight from the pages of Timberland, one of the greatest workman boots known to man, mm -hmm. known to the urban cities around the globe. Mm -hmm. Those boots I'm showing you right there, those is called man. I got to bro. I think that's the fire alarm thing. Keep blinking in here. What? You'll see it eventually. Okay, I Pick think up. I had a pair of them. So them you, nice. So you saying okay? Those the high ones. I ain't wear them. I'm talking about the lower ones. Bro. Your mic off. Okay, so he's saying, it says, coming off the success of the original yellow boot, the field boot was introduced in 18 or 1983 as a hybrid of our classic work boot and a modern hiker. The boot designed to go up against New England's many faces, ice, mud, grass, asphalt, and it was an instant hit with outdoorsmen and hunters thanks to its durability and craftsmanship. 
So is he saying that these boots was called the beef and broccolis? Brown and green, I would assume so. Yeah, bro, motherfuckers. You want to talk to J Mac while you gone? Motherfuckers in Chicago definitely want. Um, yeah, cut to my camera, bro. It's on your camera already. Uh, J Mac, what the fuck? Well, I can't change. Uh, yeah, no, nah, we we gonna talk to him though. Uh, J Mac, what up? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, we what up? Oh, I don't get no intro. Ness, Ness had a phone call, so he walked out the room. Yeah, my man stepped out. Insurance. We chopping it up with you. You got yeah. free time now. Free time, free time. Um, I was about to say, my, 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 have times have changed. <laughs> when I used to call in, uh-huh. I ain't, me and Ness ain't used to agree on a lot. Mm-hmm. But we started disagreeing on the Bud and the Canelo. And it sounded like he seemed like he didn't got in good graces with Bud. And uh, I was like, my, we just used to back and forth and you spill bud hate on this well you know J Mac. Uh, it seemed like things were coming around you know J Mac, uh nessa's a very great guy um you know uh <clears throat> sometimes he just needs great people to, to to remind him of certain things and you know bo and myself have been around us these last few months and we uh, you know i don't take no credit you know, I just like to remind us that you we know there's them up a little bit. Yeah, you know, we we just like to remind us that you know um, there is bigger things in life, and uh, you know we like to be mature. Then his ego, right? Yeah, then his ego, right? You know, Ness does have an he, ego, but he, he back now. He back now. Yeah, Ness is back. Hey, take the Timberland, the broccoli and boots. Yeah, take or the beef and broccoli off. Beef and broccoli off. T- take the beef All and broccoli right. off. Turn me on in my headphones. Here I go. I'm back. We got, we got Yo, J-Mac here for you, too. We got they J-Mac here They doing a too. whole live, and they ain't take the beef and brocks down? Bro, These dudes how, how out here trippy. Yeah. What up, J-Mac? He said. Not much. I was just saying, my, 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 have times have changed. I used to remember when I called in, it used to be a Bud Hate show. Now you up there playing chess. Winning the game, losing the game, and now you about to get a hell of an abuse. So I mean, shit, I might have a reason to start uh, sticking my nose back in this business. Mm. Yeah, man, it's the chess voice, man. We gotta get them games in and get them fighters in here, man. I'm gonna get a nice little board too. I want to play them live right there. We want. How y'all set Nick. that up though? Nah, I, I just, I just, I just kept being persistent, man. I kept sliding them DMs, hoping, hoping that one day I chip away. And he say something, and he did the day. Today was that day. He literally said he was in Texas, yo. So he's still out there. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's about it's about time. If the fight about to happen, it's only um, it's only right that you be you know in connection with the the pound for pound best. About to go for under. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a. I wouldn't call it a connection. I don't want him thinking I'm telling stories. But uh, yeah, man, I'm hoping. Uh, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping if he say. Yes, like, you know, because I'm sure he's a man of his word, so I'm hoping if he say yeah to the interview, is either we fly him here or we going out there. I'd ra- actually rather go out right. there because I'll get more because flying him out here, it'll only be that one interview. Right. I'd rather just be like, oh, champ, now nah, I'm coming to you. Yeah, I am going to be in Chicago in a few weeks. Chicago is not far from Nebraska. Oh, yeah? And I have a chauffeur but, while I'm in Chicago, so I could, make the, I, I could make the trip. He balling. He said chauffeur. No matter how you do it, you're going to still um, lay the red carpet out for the, like I said, the pound for pound best because he is about to stop error whenever they get in that ring, so. Um, that'll be two times. Then uh, maybe Charlo uh, feels some type of way in, in, in revenge his brother lost. Mm. So, I mean, I'm just looking forward to it either way. 
Um, when that fight get made, I think it'll lift my uh, spirits in the sport of boxing because boxing ain't been doing shit for me. Um, that's where I'm at with it. Congratulations. Um, looking forward to see what, uh, you know, when that interview get in. For sure, champ. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, man, I wonder if people even care that Verge is fighting this week. And we didn't test the other we, room, we bro. We're going to have to come in early. Right we're going to come yeah. in early to, uh... Yeah, 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 word. James Benitez, well, actually, tomorrow's Friday, champ, so we could do it after the show. Mañana, tomorrow morning, James Benitez, $2 Super Chat, saying Nike boots, Trump beef, slash box. Nike, yeah, but those came out later, bro. ACGs, he talking about. You ain't wear ACGs. No, that's what, that's what we had in Chicago. We ain't what, wear, ACGs? Yeah, we definitely rocked the ACGs. Yeah, nah, we, we rock ACGs too. Y'all, and the butters. Believe me, y'all wore these. You tripping. I mean, you just younger. I mean, yeah, you, you, we ain't when you, when you was When you was old enough to buy your own shoes, we was it wearing, was ACGs. It was ACGs and just the butters. Yeah, but ACGs, I mean, what? Like, hmm. Now, I ain't going to lie. Matter of fact, matter of fact. Maybe 07 or 09? Matter of fact, look, watch this. Matter of fact, uh, Shit's old, Tim's bro. used to, bro, motherfuckers, I remember it was like maybe uh, one or two winners. Bro, motherfuckers was getting them in, in the red, the olive green. Whoa, and, that's some yeah. Chicago shit. But definitely, definitely motherfuckers was rocking the and butters. And down south. The butters, What's my man? And the all black. Dude, and the all some, black. Some, he has some baby. Y'all ain't rocked the all black joints? Hell yeah. South. That's yeah. North Carolina. Hell yeah, that. bro. He ain't the South. We had, well, North we Carolina's had, the South. No, it's North Carolina. These is North ones we did. Carolina. South. Nah, it's North Carolina. Bro, it's the North. Nah, Look, exactly. These the ones the we South. did. We did the beefs. <laughs> Fuck you. It both. was either these. Look, look. It was either these on the right. You know your mama don't like you, right? <laughs> it's either the ones on the right or... Sometimes we got these, you know what I'm saying? Cause the ten, but the ones on the right, that's that was the ones that yeah. you know, or the black ones like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what y'all used to call the Air Force Ones, like the the all whites back in Ooh, the day. Oh man, you trying to make me think? Let Coke me see. Boys. Let me see. Y'all ain't call nah. them the Jiggers? Nah, hell no. That was what just a New York man. thing. Y'all hell, call them that bricks. wasn't no New York thing. Fuck nah, that, that was for sure a New York thing. It's crazy as hell. How you gonna tell me you were in Chicago? Nah, man? because let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Eighteen, nineteen year old young Danny, mm -hmm. you know, thought he knew it all. And I got into it with my supervisor and yeah. I'm like, who from the Bronx? I'm like, man, like we put Air Forces on, like you know, the G Herbos, and he, man, fuck what you talking about. They the Jiggers. You know, we been right. Jiggers. But he from the Bronx. You're not even from New York, so I'm going to take his word over yours. Bruh. Bruh, You man. ready for Benitez? Yeah, man, because he wildin'. Like, I ain't run New York. <laughs> I thought you was from Jersey. Bruh. Yo, have you heard? You ain't noticed anywhere the fuck I go, I take shit over. Yo, have you heard? Have up? you heard the story of Ness when he met Jay Z and Beyonce? <laughs> you hating though? How am I hating? Because I got to meet him, bro. And I think that's cool. And I'm trying to tell the people the story on how Jay dissed you. I don't know. Diss me? Cause I ain't get an autograph. No, you say he kept walking. I mean, what is lady? Is she like a billion dollar person? Bro, you said this shit was 25 years ago. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying Yo, that. you hear me? What up? What up, James? My man out here yo, hating on, on, on Queen B. Man, yo, look, man. Ain't nobody down south is wearing the B from Brock, man. I know what you're talking about. The Wheatfield boots, okay, cool, man. But the Nike ACGs, 
or with the polo boots, man. That was really it. That was all that was trending. Down My there, man, man said the polo boots. Bro, ah! but but you talking different eras, man. You, you talking different eras. I got, Bruh, I got. I gra- you got I graduated whole- high school 03, man. I graduated high school 03, so I done seen the movements, man. That's a nah. That's a whole different era. That's what I'm saying. Like I bet you, King Born. Uh, Info Joe, even though Info Joe yeah, all the way on the West Coast, yeah, Ken Bourne wear them shits now. <laughs> you he know, probably, what? Got, we're Brooklyn, at. we're Brooklyn, yeah. Ken Bourne stuck man, in you know, Bourne got that camouflage with the with the uh, beat from Brockton right Bro, now. I think actually, I'm, a, I'm not even front, I think he wore some when we met him in, te- in Texas at the mansion. See what I'm saying? That's so that's, oh, yeah, that's some old head, shit. Hold on, that's he, some old he head, shit. With, in Watertown as well. Ain't nobody thinking that's what I'm trying to tell you. A certain nod, not these days. That was a certain era. That's what I'm saying. Word. Yeah, but it's other than that, like, though, man, nobody's the, looking forward to the fights this weekend, man. We're just ready for the big fight to happen. So you We're glad that Black you're starting Cobb. to move the needle. I do want to see Blair. You don't want to see Black Cobb versus Maurice Hooker. Yo, I'm not, hey, not Jay really. Benitez, you know we graduated. You say you graduated 03? Yeah. We graduated the same year. Except you graduated high school. I graduated kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, G, man. Look, I'm just glad you've been able to move around the country like you've been doing. You did a lot for your your uh, young ass, man. uh, That's what I told him. All bless bless to Mr. Nesta Gibbs. I take my hat off to this man all the time. I mean, 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 yeah, bless bless Nesta Gibbs, but you got to bless your own grind too, man. All all y'all been stepping out on faith, man. So I salute all y'all up there, man. I hear you. I just, you know, I, I... I'm just saying he gave me the opportunity day one, so I could I could dig that, but but yeah, Ness man, hey man, just throw the beef and Brock's away, man. Get your pair of polo boots, man. Change don't your life, man. Got no beef and Brock's. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. I I just like you know went went on some reminiscent shit, like and used the term, man. and they, these young whippersnappers ain't know you what I was talking you keep about. Reminiscing, you gonna reminisce about the S dots and the goddamn G in the shoes. That's why. That's why. Hard, Yo, listen. That's I why. Had a, I had a pair of Reebok G in the shoes. That's why I was trying to tell Danny yeah, yeah. that he wrong. Ain't nobody calling no motherfucking uh, Air Force Jiggas. Ones Jiggas. Nobody called them shit. He had Jiggas. his own nah. shoes. Yeah. S dot Carters, and I had two pair. Bro, I'm, nah, man. yeah, just, when he nah, get them need... early two thousands, you act like early... he wasn't popping in the nineties, bro. Of course, whoa, yeah. he was. Nah, 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 Air Max ninety fives is what's popping back in there, man. It's still today. You tripping, man? Uh, that's a fact. Air Max, but was you know, I'm, I'm gonna keep the line moving, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Jay Benitez, shout out. My man, uh, TBV People's Champ. Brandon. Oh. In Cincinnati. Brandon. What up? We ain't even doing Yo, they said they, they, so said, they said Ness was rocking lugs. Ah! <laughs> I never had a pair Bird of lugs. lugs. First, of all, I never had, first of all, I never had a pair of lugs or a pair of sketches. A lot of you dudes sketchy because I know you had sketches or weird looking motherfuckers. Moccasins and penny loafers <laughs> too. Danny had them uh what they call we uh wheelies or whatever the shoes would do. <laughs> no. Damn, you what was doing hill wheelies. I ain't never going from my shit. My mom's used to shop for my shoes at Payless until I started making so my So you own had money. Heelys. Nah never you, had, you even had the light up ones. Nah I did have light up oh, shoes as a jet. Yeah for shit so I had light up shoes. Is Brandon there or he got mad? Nah, he did. Yeah, no, no intro. Fuck it. That's I was been it. trying to do that. They doing. They letting. Nah, don't worry about the intro. intro. Fuck it. 
Let him rock without it tonight. Shit. But yeah, I don't know what James talking about. I'm younger than him, man, nigga. We was wa- rocking beef and broccolis in Cincinnati. Exactly. The, the beef and broccoli Is field that James? Boot. Ain't James um, from Atlanta? Yeah, That's, James probably wasn't outside. Puerto, you know, you had to be outside to rock the uh, beef and broccolis. Them was the niggas robbing and tussling and shit with the Pelly Pelly zone and shit, rocking the beef and brocks. Nah. Nah, uh, yeah, I know about the Tams for sure. The wheats, the field boots, all that. So, I, I think that shit really started in Cincinnati for real. But I ain't want nothing about this boxing shit, man. I heard y'all talking about the fashion. You know, I'm the flyest nigga on TVV, so Yo, I'm going to let y'all have so, it. So, I ain't going to get no salute for for for, be, for beating Bud first game? No, I ain't, I ain't. I just hopped on. What you talking about? Yeah, man. Bud gave me a shot. You beat him in what? Chess. You beat him in what? Chess. Real oh, man. Oh, you sport. got him? Got him. Oh, that's what's up. That's got what's him. up. He hella comp- I know he hella competitive. I'm surprised he didn't want to run it back. Oh, well, he did. He, we ran it back, but 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 only thing matter, he said, if I beat him, I get an interview. So I beat the first game, which matter. Second game, you know what I'm saying? You let him win. I let him win just because I ain't want him too mad. Beat him back to back. Right, now. Right. And look, look, Rockman got me ducking corners. Cause he Why beat, he got you ducking corners? Because I beat him back to back, and he got mad. So now I learned my lesson. I ain't giving nobody no back to backs no more. Oh, all right. That's what's up, man. Hopefully we can have him on. I would love to see nah, that interaction between y'all. He coming y'all. on. He coming on because I know I know everybody see he's straight up and down. So he a man of his word. So he either gonna come on or he gonna let us go over there. I'm pretty sure. Cause I've been I've been asking for that shit. I've been like, yo, just give me the word. I fly out. <laughs> word, word. I wanted to, yeah. I wanted, I wanted face to face for sure. Though I want to see the interaction. Oh yeah, it's gonna be pretty intense. It's gonna be intense nah. and entertaining. Nah, because you know what? Like it wasn't face to face today, but we did video messages. So nah, he he yeah, he was yo, he alright, man. He alright. He remind me of the stories I tell you about Robert Garcia. You could see that, you know. Obviously, I owed him an apology. Obviously, I might have said some things that he didn't like, but he ain't one of them bitter dudes keeping grudges for life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, Robert used to not fuck with you? No. Robert is the exact opposite. Like, you know, with all the shit I talk, I swore Bruno was beating Madonna, bro. Right, you know I remember, I remember. Like, <laughs> the argument in the lobby. Bruh, I mean, he shouldn't have never fucked with me. You know what I'm saying? I was all in on Bruno back oh, then. Oh, yeah, didn't he make you do push-ups and shit? And yeah. then he called you a bitch or something? Nah, or, whoa, or, whoa. Maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, I nah, ain't but sure, but maybe. He got maybe. in your face after the fight, right? I mean, he definitely did. Yeah, definitely and did. what'd he say? I told you, motherfucker! I told you! I told you I ain't giving you no fucking interview! Ah! And he walked <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> like that too. Did, did he give you an interview? Sure did. Shout After making that. me do push-ups though, but that's okay though. That's what I'm saying. That's what it should be. Like yo, I'm I only picked somebody. It wasn't like you know what I'm saying. It wasn't like I I, I picked him and I want to see you broke or I want to see you your and house go right. to tornado and shit. I only picked the dude to win we got and lose. Mister PBC. Hold on. Let me let me do this, man. Because dudes want their intros, man. At the end of the day. Every cheater has their death. He has a good power, he has a good skills, but uh, most of people think about him like he's untouchable. Look at him go! Oh my word, was the best fighter since Floyd Mayweather. I'm gonna take out a chew about Canelo. Motherfucker easy, man. 
Bevel is always going to be Canelo. Canelo, <laughs> bullshit. Wow. Hey, Nick, don't cut my call. Yo, 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 can you hear me? You. Good? Yeah. Yeah, because my song was hella choppy. But uh, hopefully I can get some engineers up in there. Um, but yeah, man, I can't wait for the uh, fight weekend. Um I don't want to see uh, Michael McKinson get hurt. To me, he fights like a dirty style. He be tripping people, putting bananas on the uh, on the ground and shit, and throwing turtle shells at people. I definitely want to see a hundred percent KO ratio, or um, definitely handle this one. Because it seems like with these hundred percent KO ratio people, you knock them down like this. This is a quick knockdown. They're gonna just wave the fight off. So. Hopefully that happens to Michael McKinson. Crazy thing is, I didn't know he was light skinned Mixed, whatever you want to call it. What? Black-ish. Yeah. Mixed with what? I think it's, um, I was watching an interview, and uh, his dad, a trainer, I think, and uh, he's like mixed or light skinned His dad. We're black. Okay. Which is crazy. Tony Bellew, too. Didn't know that either. But, um, you know, that's life. But, um... Shout out to TBV, shout out to PBC, and shout out to Bivol, and shout out to Canelo for the uh, getting all the belts together to hold back Bivol. We're going to plow through Zerto and definitely get to the champ. That's my call. Champ. All right. James Payne. Lethal. James Payne is my name. We hear you fine, but we're going to go ahead and cut this intro since you don't want to Yeah, cut that, man. Cut that, man. I don't want the intro, man. The other guys didn't have the intro on. Oh, you don't want to feel special? Nah, man, because it's like the other. I feel like, you know, it's the brotherhood, man. If my other brothers went on with no intros, then I don't need one either. You know, Superman don't need a cape all the time. You know what I'm saying? He can just put it on when he's feeling feeling froggy. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. It's me, it's me, checking in from Tennessee. It's your boy, James P-A-Y-N-E, Mr. Lethal himself, man. Hey, congratulations, Ness, on getting up. The, the, the win, you know what I'm saying? Man, you can take your victory lap, and you and you did something great for the TBV community because you put a little ways on it, and you got the interview popping off. So there's love right there, man. I'm very interested to see um, how Mr. Crawford uh, will bless the TBV universe with this this interview. The, the I know you asked the tough questions, so I ain't even got a word about that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just interested to see the responses, because he strikes me as a man that speaks his mind and doesn't hold back. And he also has shown that when he get revved up, you know what I'm saying, if it's something he feels strongly about, he going to speak freely on it. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that, man. I hope you get a million views plus, you know what I'm saying. And uh, the fights this weekend, I'm interested to see what Blood Cobb's going to do. Um We've been talking a lot about that, man. I'm actually uh, picking Hooker in that fight. Mm. And um, let's see, what else we got on the docket? I remember when we was talking about AJ and Usyk. 
Oh, I would like to see AJ bounce back. There's just some pre-fight predictions. That's like in a couple weeks, I believe. There was another fight we were talking about, but I can't remember which one. But, uh, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let y'all get back to it, keep the car rolling. Oh, yeah. And round my way on that fast and stuff, you know what I mean? I had never seen no beef from Brox. I ain't even know that's what they would call. If I ever seen a nigga in them, he was like working on a, a train. Or he was doing like <laughs> crazy field shit or something. You know what I'm saying? And like he wasn't no nigga that was trying to be, you know, for fashion. Yeah, you know, niggas with bread rock the Tims because I graduated in 2000. So niggas but with bread rock the Tims. Them is Tims. Say what? Those is. But I, I never seen that color scheme. I never seen it. Did whatever you talking about. You know what I'm saying? We did the polo boots heavy. We did the polo boots heavy. Polo was the shit. And see, in my middle school days, it was nautical boots. So we graduated from the nautical boots with the strap to the polo boots with the zippers. You know what I'm saying? And then polo ended up incorporating the strap later on. So, you know, and then we did the Tims, you know, the the uh, different colors on them, you know, depending on your fit. These young niggas out the chain now, they rocking Uggs and doing crazy shit. I don't know what they doing, man. Me personally, the only time I see some Uggs is if I'm buying them for a female. So, you know what I mean? But uh, that's my call, man. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm a, I'm a Ugg supporter champion, and them bitches is comfortable. Uh-oh. And them but bitches, see, you young, and them no, bitches you is comfortable. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Let me tell you, let me tell you, right? So, let me tell you. So, uh, when I got to Vegas... And got in the military, bro. I I, I got a part time job at UGG, right? Damn. And I was hustling right. them because I was, you know, I was hustling them because them bitches was on, you know, I got my discount, whatever, whatever. So yeah, we was required as employees to wear their shoes. So they gave okay. me, they gave me a pair, and I ain't gonna lie, the pair they gave me ain't shit you seen. I'm talking about th- this was like a clearance pair that I don't know ever hit the market. They was ugly, but they was comfortable. Uh. They was comfortable. Okay. And so I was they fluffy. Exactly. What? Of course. Was they fluffy? I'm talking like about the fluffy girls fluffy, fluffy right? Like the just like buy for my gal. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. on the inside, yeah, they so, look just like that. Nah, they beige they, in the inside, brown on the outside. Yeah, so, so yeah. fluffy loafer men shoes, like T Pain said. Yo. He had them boots with the fur. <laughs> Don't knock it. Look, <laughs> you just got to have, bro, I do, I do. I got a couple pair at the crib, bro. Look. I know I cool. know I look fly. Yo, and, and I, he I be... live in Vegas with the boots with the fur. <laughs> bro, this coming from the same guy that was wishing you had your winter coat out here a couple months ago. Time about this coat as hell. Oh, my God. Look, man, hey, y'all just hate it. Hell yeah, Hey, at least your toes feel like they His relaxing toes. and maxing and relaxing on the beach somewhere, man. Because yeah, I just can't do it, Chip. I ain't, I don't give a fuck how furry and plushy they is, bro. Hey, bro. Only, only pl- I might James Payne, you ain't got no house shoes, house. bro. You ain't got no house shoes, bro. I'm gonna be real, bro. I ain't worn house shoes since I was like a teenager. No, bro. all right. So look, watch quick. this. Watch this, because my dad tried to clown me on the Uggs, right? And, and my dad was big on house shoes. I'm talking about he used to step on our feet if we ain't have uh, shoes on in the house, right? Like, you got to have your house shoes on. All right. So, okay. bro, my dad, he a truck driver, too. I bought him a pair of house shoes, of Ugg house shoes, bro. And he like, all right, cool. I'll fuck He love them chunks. Yeah, bro. Hey, was they the chunks? Was they the chunks that cover up the front of the foot and then have his heel and stuff exposed in the back, the little flappy ones? 
I mean, yeah, it was like any other house shoe or slipper that's on the market. Oh the God. slip on, yeah. Yeah, he loved them songs on Bro, He loved them, didn't he? How, just like any other house shoe champ, you just slip, you slip your foot on, you know, you know? Yo, your toes be sweating in them Uggs, man. Stop nah, lying. champ. Oh, man. my God. I know what it do, man. The only house shoes niggas wore around my way was the D-Balls. Only real Damn, niggas know what that is. you from the West Coast? Hell no, nah, but Friday made this shit happen, though. But niggas was already shopping where they were selling them. It's just that they made it, like, popular. You know what I'm saying? But that's just what dudes was rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you didn't have no moccasins or nothing, you was rocking the little D-Balls. You know what I mean? The little cheap joints. Cause they was accessible. It's just that Friday put this shit on the map. But I'm gonna let y'all keep these line rolling, man. Great combo, man. I had a good time, man. Y'all got me motivated and rejuvenated. Go, 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 go! Show. Find you some house shoes, James Payne. <laughs> Not them Debo's and flat shits. Shits be you hear them shits come around the corner, mm -hmm. <laughs> and when they beat up, the back be loud as hell. Yo, let me ask you something because obviously you older, you from the east, so oh, you might have seen it. Yo, shots? what's the shoe from the Sandlot? Sand that looked like the Converse, but it's not Converse. Skippies? Nah. Vans? Oh, nah, nah, nah. It's like uh, I'm gonna mm -hmm. find it. Sandlot shoe. I don't know. Why you Google that though? PF Flyers. Let me see. Yeah. Literally, they look like Chucks. They just not Chucks. They PF Flyers. I've never seen them shoes. I was just curious to see if they ever PF Flyers. Didn't they have a motherfucking uh, wagon called PF Flyer Wagon, Red Wagon or yeah, some shit? Yeah, it was the, the, the Red Wagon that you pulled like as a kid was definitely like a flyer, radio flyer or something like that. Word. But uh, we got a call of Florida. Let the little fish go so that we can catch the Radio flyer. I'm the big dog at Way better fighting tennis proper. Being tennis proper on this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street. Oh, look at the shoes coming out. Sixty forty or seven thirty. Where we get them? Big fish, Vega. Big fish mafia. It ain't a movement. It's a lifestyle. SDS promotion. No Hello. Vega. What happened, bro? Big fish. Vega hung up. Vega is out here playing around. All right, there you go. Nah, see him. Hello. Nah, man. I don't know. My audio just went out as soon as uh, what the up? intro went in. My bad. We hear uh, Hey, man. Yo, you can't hear me? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. We do my hear bad, you. My bad. Oh, yeah, my fault. Hey, man. I want to call you Big Fish Ness. Because you gon' you just did bud like uh you know what I'm saying Earl Spence did man you gonna get that vic you got that victory just like Big Fish man so I'm glad to hear that that's cool that uh seems like you're gonna secure that uh that interview that's a big thing so uh you know persistence man you definitely got that bro so I'm glad it's gonna pay off hope we get that soon uh, in regards to the card uh, Blair Flobs is back I see against Mo Hooker I'm gonna go with Mighty Mighty Mo probably take a couple rounds to get the the rust off and. Uh, he probably gonna stop Blair Flops. And uh, I'm gonna roll Virgil. Michael McKenta, I don't really know too much about. I know he can't really crack an egg. They telling me he moves. I think it's the first time we see Virgil against this style. But uh um, I'm I'm gonna say late stoppage for that one too, man. Uh so hopefully it's a good card. And uh, hey man, appreciate y'all, man. 
Appreciate you, champ. Right back at you. I'm oh, man. I want to see a Floyd Schofield fight. He on that same card. Which card? Virgil Ortiz. He on the zone. What? Yeah, Schofield. Oh, that's right. They said something about him trying, possibly getting signed to Golden Boy. I guess this is a trial run or they signed him. Mm. I think we got our guest. Hey, crack. Who this? It's connecting the audio now. We give them one moment. They still say connecting on their end. Okay, so head crack has entered the room. All right. Yo, yo. What up, champ? How are you? I'm doing great, man. What's going on, brother? We're good. Bo, put that on number six for me. I am. I got a open it up and I'm gonna set the camera to where so hey crack man how are you bro yo everything is great bro um you know what I'm saying <laughs> just uh enjoying what's left of the summer and uh getting ready to embark on another adventure man whatever that may be and uh wh where exactly are you located I'm based in Atlanta okay 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 where you guys are uh, based out of we're in Las Vegas Yo, y'all in the place to be. For sure, for sure, man. So I hear you like boxing. Oh, you know, I love boxing. It's been a part of my life and my DNA uh, my whole entire life. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I got family members that were in the sport. Like Joe Frazier was a cousin of mine. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, it, boxing's always been in the crib. You know what I mean? And uh, I just got finished, you know, participating in celebrity boxing, as a lot of people maybe know or don't know. And it was quite the vibe, man. Like, I spent six months getting ready for a series of opponents and then ended up boxing, like, a serious opponent. You know okay. what I mean? And to know I was prepared and, and, and put it all in there, man, like, you know, like, I felt Wait, good about it. Wait, so you it. had, like, a whole eight-week camp? No, it was longer than eight weeks. It was, like, six months. Because initially, I was supposed to fight in March. Uh-huh. Um, and it was going to be a different opponent. And what happened was they was like, yeah, like, you know, we need a little bit more time so we can, like, promote this thing better. Because it took a, while, a little bit of time to get the paper. What card were you on? Um, talk about for the thing on June 11th or initially what, I was, what card I was supposed to be on, like, when I was going to fight in March? In March. Initially, I was going to be on the card that I think Albie Shaw was on that card. And um, Kimbo Slice Jr. also fought on that card. And there was... Wait, wait. Albie Shaw out here doing celebrity boxing? Yo, he fought. Uh, he fought the Latin lover, somebody Roche. I can't remember the guy's first name, but yeah, nah. He fought. Being and... in, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's that's kind of my specialty. But being in Atlanta, do you train with Rick Ross's trainer? Ooh. Nah, see, what I wanted to do was, there's a guy that a lot of people in Atlanta train with, or like a gym that a lot of people work out of, there's a place called Big's Gym. Uh -huh. And initially, I was looking at possibly training there, but I also knew that everybody was training there. So my manager, who's really dope and resourceful, she found this, uh, this boxing gym that's not too far from where I'm at. And there's a really dope, talented trainer by the name of Pepper. He's trained like Golden Gloves and like, you know, like, you know, professional fighters for years. And he was kind of done training people. But when I came in there, he was like, all right, I'll give it a go. Because he, he saw I had, like, the fundamentals. Okay. Um, so, you know, so, yeah, he agreed to train me. And then we, you know, we just went in. But we, we what we thought was going to be, like, a three-month run ended up becoming a six-month run. So where'd you get the name Head Crack? 
right, so there's a dice game called CeeLo. Whenever you roll a four, five, six in a game of CeeLo, they call that a head crack. And, you know, my whole life I've been lucky, got an open mind, but also in the rap space, it sounds aggressive, sounds dangerous. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I grew up in the Bronx, so we used to fight. So, you know, like, it's whatever it needs to be for that situation. So it lent itself well to the boxing space. It's done, you know, pretty well in the rap space. And it's a name that people remember, you know what I'm saying, when you encounter it. So, you know, I don't think there's too many other head cracks on TV, you know what I'm saying, like Monday through Friday. So it is, uh, it's, it's worked out pretty well for me. So this boxing thing has really blown up for you, right? Like a Google of head crack and everything is boxing, celebrity box, something that has to do with boxing, right? Have you noticed or no? You know, I you know, I don't make it a habit of Googling myself, but For if sure. that's the case, then that's kind of dope. And you know, I, I you know, it's something I always wanted to do growing up as a kid. And to be able to say that I've done it, I don't know. I'm kind of itching to want to do it again. You know, because like initially I said it was gonna be like a one and done kind of scenario mm -hmm. because it required so much time and so much bandwidth. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like kind of now operating in a headspace where it's like, hmm. If I was to do it again, who would I do it again with? You know, I don't necessarily want to work as hard as I did last time. Because when <laughs> I tell you, I stopped doing everything to prepare for that fight. Yeah. Like, I wasn't working on music. You know, like, I was initially, like, you know, starting to, like, you know, dabble in, um, in stand-up as well. And I put all of that stuff on the back burner because mentally you got to reprogram yourself to be kind of a different animal. You know, yeah. you can't eat the things you want to eat. And it does require attention. And I think that's why it worked out the way it did. Because if I took it lightly, as I've watched a lot of people do, I could have been staring at the ceiling that night. For sure. You know what I mean? And like, what? It, and the last thing you want to do is be a meme, or you know, a punchline in a bar. Like you know, like I remember when Nate Robinson, had a man, you don't want to be Nate. Nate. Yo, for facts. And the crazy thing is, like, there's a difference between street fighting and there's a difference between that and boxing. Huge you know what I mean? Difference. Huge there's some difference. People who can fight. There's there's people that can fight, but it takes it takes time to learn how to box. And even in my first times going in to spar, because that was a major component to my training. It was the fact that I was going in there sparring. Mm -hmm. It taught me how to be a boxer because I was going in there fighting. And when you fight, you're fighting with emotion and you're fighting with, you know, not necessarily the best skill and technique. But when you learn how to box, it just puts everything together better. So I'm glad I was able to, like, you know, take those extra three months and really learn how to do it the right way. Because like, I mean, I think I would have did okay if I fought in March, but having to June, I got to get a lot more fine tuned. So who exactly did you fight? I fought, <clears throat> I fought Kimbo Slice Jr. Oh, okay. You know, and and if, for anybody who knows the tale of the tape, I mean, legendary pedigree right there. You know, his pops, you know, like, man, the dude was like an internet legend. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kimbo Slice Jr., he also has like, you know, a pretty, de you know, decent MMA record. And he had one fight ahead of our fight in the boxing space. So he's no, like, you know, he was no newcomer to the world of combat. And this was your first fight? It was my first fight, yep. Well, my first fight in the ring sanctioned with rules and stuff like that. So I you've mean, had like, smokers is what you're trying to tell me, or you've just had street fights? I mean, street fights, but also, too, I mean, anybody who boxes will tell you that, like, yo, them sparring sessions, them shits is pre-fights. I got a question. Oh, yeah. That's my producer, Bo. Are you the head crack from Ricky Smiley? Same head crack, yes. Bruh. 
That's crazy. I hadn't heard your voice and I don't know, it may be like 10 years. It's been a long time, but I didn't realize that you were the same guy. Worried so, out, like where were you in. listening to the show at before? So I was in uh, Alabama and okay. every morning on the way to work, I listened to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I used to listen to it from I Chicago. I guess it was in the morning, but yeah, it's I used, been so okay. long. Yeah, I used to listen to it from Chicago and that was how I first heard of you. And you know, Ricky that's Smiley rep Bama big, you know what I'm saying? He go to Magic City Classic and all that, so mm -hmm. that's crazy. So you're yeah, on- We getting ready to go down there for the Classic in a few, yeah. Yup. So you're on Dish or you're on Dash? No, we on, I'm, I'm on a TV show called Dish Nation that comes on like Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday in, cer in certain cities. I don't know what time we come on in Vegas, but I know we on there. Um, so it's Dish Nation. I got my syndicated radio show, The Morning Hustle. And I also do music. I got like solo work. I got a group called the Bodega Brothers. And, you know, and then there's this boxing thing. That, Where's uh, the Morning know. Hustle um, air out of? We're based out of Atlanta, but we're on in like 30 plus markets. So like, I mean, you can hear us in Philly, DC, Dallas, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Indianapolis. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like throw a dart in middle America and a lot of places in East Philly. You know, we are, we're in a lot of places. Mm. And you can download the app and listen to the show in real time as well. Okay. How long have you been at it? I've been doing radio, man. Like God, dog, man. Uh, Twenty-two years. Wow. It don't you look feel young. like it. Yo, I mean, I take care of myself. I don't stress out over things, man. Like you know, moisturize all that good stuff, man. So like, sure. um, you know, when you when you really love what you do, man, it don't really stress you out. Because for the most part, it is fun. Amen you know, to that, there's like man. politics that come with the game, but you know, but I also got into it really young. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't really too many people that was my age operating in radio the way I was operating, but I went in with like a really, a, I don't want to say aggressive mind state, but I came in with a vision and a plan and just talked my way into a gig with me and two of my homeboys. And that's how we started doing a night show out of Dallas. Hmm. And then they took me from the night show and put me with Ricky Smiley in the morning. Show got syndicated. Then we stumbled across the TV thing. And then, um, you know, many years later, they said, hey, how about how would you like your own show? And we'll syndicate that. So here we are in 2022. That's amazing, man. God bless. Thank you, brother. Beautiful story. Um, so we got some questions from the people. Brandon Maurice in Cincinnati says, spit some bars, champ. So so, so you a rapper as well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, man. Like I got like music streaming right now on Spotify, iTunes, um, all the places you steal the music from. So if you want to hear a little something, um, let's see. For you crown wearing title holders, hand it over. Dead body standing over. Champ is over. Drag him like Drago. Drag the Apollo. Shallow graves now away. Andy one will follow. Your brain and chain hollow like the shiny bunnies on Easter. If you're ish whack, I'm charging double for features. My reach is fantastic like that Marvel guy. Model fly shoot. I might bring back Kalkanai. More skills than a DeVry grad. My bad. Too confident to mumble. Your rappers just sound sad. Fade any fad when made mad. Thunderclap rap. Make a train in a plane crash. It's same as it ever was. You're dead bug with no buzz still throwing joints like boxes and golden gloves used to rolling clubs type driven mike given giving kids business like mike givens make three words a life sentence the spike interest not mm. from minnesota but i'm on some viking shit it's that machine gun rap mm. yeah 
that's the best one thus far out of yeah. all the freestyles we didn't had. Yeah, yeah. That oh, I didn't feel like that was a freestyle. That was just a verse from a song. That, that, that had a lot of <laughs> that had a lot of East Coast feel to it though. That's the old school. I, I was hearing like yeah. I was hearing like 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 Cormega. Like your voice oh. sound like Cormega. I'm like, man, he from Queens. Yo, shout out to Staten anybody referencing Cormega. Like that, you you a hip hop head. You already know you're oh. drilly. Um, I mean, I'm originally from the Bronx, New York, so oh, like there's always gonna okay. be a little bit of an East Coast lean to like what I do. You know, that's that's the crib, that's home, and um. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of that stuff you you named it, it raised me. AZ, Nas, Mob, sure. D, all that stuff. I, yo, I, I was and I was gonna say AZ too, but but I um obviously training in boxing, you you got to be a boxing fan. Any of these fights you excited for? My unit. Man, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. This is the sports guy from the Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley mm. Morning Show. So they would go to him for like all the. No, sports that, that is not true. You talk about I, Rock T. Rock T. Ah. I was like the hip hop. News, pop culture, entertainment guy. So you don't know boxing? No, I know boxing. Okay, okay, like, okay. That's what I'm here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I definitely know boxing. Like, I, I was excited about the damn Jake Paul and Hussein Rockmoff Jr. fight that Me was supposed too, to happen this man. weekend. That got canceled this weekend. Like, yo, that... Like, and I was like looking at fights because I felt like if there was anybody that was going, you know, you know, beat him down, it was going to be Hussein Rockmoff Jr. I was going to go to the fight. Mm. Yeah, we had Hasim Rockman Jr. in studio the day before the cancellation, man. So it was devastating news to us because he sat here and told us that he was on track to make that weight. And, and like mm -hmm. you, I was excited and interested. Um, you know, Jake was answering the call. He was finally going to fight a real boxer. This guy, like you just said uh, about Kimbo Slice Jr., Hasim Rockman Jr. has pedigree. The blood that goes through his yeah. veins is that of his father, who was a legend. So... I was all in, man. I hate that it got canceled. Me too. And, you know, and people say what they want to say about Jake Paul, but the problem is y'all actually gave him time to learn how to fight now. Word. So now you kind of have a problem. You know what I mean? Like, you have, you know, and I know he's going to handpick his fights because at the end of the day. That's what A-Size do. The, the, yeah, the money is in the invincibility. Like, if anybody looks at Mayweather's game plan, it's all about not getting hurt and making money at this point in the game, right? Mm -hmm. And... It's the best way to play it. Like, why put yourself in supreme danger when you're kind of in a position where, like, I'm not really a fighter, but I fight well enough to make it look good, and I can make money by, like, you know, talking trash and making people want to pay to see if somebody can, you know, like, you know, knock me off my block that night. So they're, they're, they're playing a game that I wish more people of color figured out how to play early in the game. I mean, Mayweather showed people the blueprint and now they're like next generation running with it. But aside from that fight, I hope they can figure out a way to do Javante Tank Davis and um and um Ryan. And Ryan Garcia. <sighs> Gatorade. You said Haterade? Gatorade. Gatorade. Yeah, because oh. he he he's once one of the only boxers or few boxers to be sponsored by Gatorade and Bo seems to think that that's taking him over the top. But who do you got in the fight? Ryan versus Tank. I'm sure you're familiar with Tank, who's had a few fights there oh, in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm definitely Tank. You know what I mean? Like, because he just continuously shows and proves. I mean, I think Ryan Garcia has a lot of dope fights under his belt, but I feel like Tank has really, like, you know, I think he's going up against more aggressive opponents overall, far and large. And, you know, I want to see them fight while the hype is real. 
and why people really want to see that fight. Because a lot of times in boxing, because of the politics of it, because you're signed on with this promoter and that person signed with that promoter, they stall some of these fights out so long that the boxers don't even be in a prime For when real. it's time to jump in there. Like, I wanted to see Pacquiao and Mayweather back when, when Pac was hot. You know what I'm saying? Like when he still, you know, had a lot more gas in the tank, but Mayweather also knew what it was too. A strategist as he is, all right, cool. I could fight him now or I could wait for him to age out a little bit and get to the point where he could edge him. And that's what he did. And now he has no reason to rematch that guy ever again because I, I beat him. Well, I got to prove to y'all. For real. I mean, I never thought Pat could beat him. Did you think, were you one of the... Pat, here's the thing. I, Mayweather, like constantly showed and proved every time, right? Mm -hmm. But so did Pacquiao. Like Pacquiao did incredible things in the ring and had amazing heart. Um, do I think Pacquiao ever had the power to knock Mayweather out? No. But I think it could have been a close fight on points if he would have if they both would have fought in a prime. And it's just one of those things where like you just gotta kinda like throw it on the fight night simulator and just see what it would have been because it's just a, a woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Like what would have happened if 88 Mike would have fought Holyfield? You know, it's just one of those things where the timing didn't time out the way it was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, and we we got robbed of a dope fight. For sure. I got Lidge Low Indicator, Georgia, that says, do you got any background in the sweet science? Um, do you, did you fight outside of anything that you've done uh, for celebrity boxing? I mean, there was, you know, I, I wrestled in high school. Um, I, I did a little Jeet Kune Do, you know, like, uh, you know, post, you know, post high school. And, you know, I've always like would go to like boxing gyms or take like, you know, like, you know, do like little mitt work here and there. But when it was time to fight fight, that's when I really started taking it serious and like started getting in there more frequently. And like I was uh, saying earlier, like it's one thing to like throw combos at the pads and in the, the bags, but it was another thing to get in there and do that sparring mm. because the sparring was fights before the fight. All right. Like, I mean, for anybody who sort of fight and felt like the fight went great, dope. But, but there was days in sparring where like I didn't look great. Yeah, and it's it's a part of the growth process. You gotta go in there and get your ass kicked a little bit, just to know what it feels like, mm -hmm. or to get different looks. And like, so they had me going there fighting different sparring partners of different sizes, skill sets, southpaw, orthodox, and the whole nine. And um, and it 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 showed me a lot of things. One, that hey, this is this is serious business. That's right. Two. Um, I could take a punch, but it also taught me I could throw a punch too, because like, I mean, like, you know, I wasn't just in there taking and not giving nothing back, mm -hmm. but you learn from your mistakes in real time. And the only way you can get better is by always putting yourself in there with people that were better than you. And I got to give like, you know, all the credit to like, you know, not only like my trainer Pepper, but also my spawn partner. Shout out to my man moving with Matt. Uh, there was a dude that they bought in the last couple of weeks named Quincy, who was like, I don't know what his future plans are, but yo, that dude can mess around and be champion mm. if he like takes it seriously. Sure. He's right now. He's like he, he's a football coach right now at a high school, 
but he a young dude. And yo, like, I mean, I felt like I had a radiator thrown at me, like when wow. he punched me, but like, but you know, but I'm giving it back too. But like, it's just so crazy how like they say styles make fights and every sparring situation was a different experience mm -hmm. overall. And so like, I mean, so safe to say I had like nine fights before the real fight, you know, with, uh, with Kimbo Slice Jr. Which is funny because, you know, that's something that is, uh, talked about in boxing that, you know, you can, you can take a lot of years out of your career from all the sparring wars. Uh, but I got mm -hmm. Wu Fee that says, head crack. What's your top 10 pound for pound active fighters? 10, 10 pound for pound active fighters. You could do I mean, five honestly, if you can't get through 10 because 10 seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm working through it. So, uh, and, and this is in no particular order. I mean, obviously, Javante Davis is doing his thing. You know, big ups to the Charlo brothers. Um, you know, Tyson Fury is a monster out here. Um, uh, Devin Haney. Um, who else still out there cooking? I mean, for better or for worse, I mean, Mayweather is still somewhat active. I think he has a fight coming up uh, with Conor McGregor. So you still got to throw him in the midst. Um, those are mostly the because like I was such a big heavyweight fan, and the heavyweight division is a little cuckoo right now. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna throw those names out there right now. It's For a it's sure. a really interesting. There's a lot of new people coming in, making the sport interesting. But those like really big blockbuster fights have been really few and far in between. Nah, I agree, man. I agree. We need a big fight. Uh, I got James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. He says, what's the last song you jammed to today? Last song I jammed to today. Crazy thing is I didn't listen to any music on the way. Like when I got in the car, I was on the phone the whole time. I was listening to Royce the Five Nine. Um, oh, okay. He has an album called The Allegory. And uh, like, yeah, actually, let me pull it up. Yeah, like whatever, like the like track four was on the Allegory album. That's what I was rocking to. Like, yo, Royce the Five Nine is like one of my favorite MCs who like increasingly got better uh, with time. You know what I'm saying? Because like as he continued to work on music, he started to be more personal in in, in his music and his approach to music. Um, so yeah, like so the last joint was this joint uh, called Overcomer. That was the last joint I listened to featuring Westside Gun. Dope record, very dope record. Okay. Um, I got Big Casual. He says, if you could get three, no, excuse me, if you could get free tickets to one of these two fights, which one would you attend? Fury, okay. Tyson Fury versus Usyk for Undisputed in the heavyweight division or AJ versus Wilder for no title? <sighs> okay. This is a wild because I went to the Fury Wilder fight, the last one, right? And that was a great spectacle. And Tyson Fury is exciting to watch. So is Deontay Wilder. This is a good question. Um, I, I, damn, man. And Joshua Nice, too. And I don't want to say he washed, but damn, I don't want to watch two guys who like are kind of like in a weird space. I guess Wild, I guess Fury and Usyk. Hmm. I, hey, yeah, it, it was and hard. I, and, I feel, and I feel like I'm going to think about that later and be like, but Wilder, Wilder, though. That's what makes Wilder exciting. Like, yeah. you know, people say what they say about his boxing skills, but it's the the wild cardness 
of the fact you never know where his punches are coming from mm -hmm. and the fact that he's not your classical boxer that makes him entertaining to watch. And Joshua, I don't know what the hell's been going on, you know, in the last few years, like, you know, just with the with the spottiness of it all, though. But because I was really looking for him to have a long run, right. you know, at the top of the heap. And, you know, sometimes, man, when you, when you take your first loss or your second loss, that invincibility cloak wear off. It's like on Super Mario Brothers when you get the star and you're glowing and you can run through the turf <laughs> and stuff like that. They, they all of a sudden, like, you know, you ain't glowing no more. They're like, yo, we know how to beat this guy. It's kind of like once when like when people started figuring out how to beat Roy Jones, mm -hmm. it changed. But I don't know if it was as much as people figured out how to beat him as much as Father Tom caught up with his main Absolutely. weapon, which was speed. Like when all you got is speed and you ain't blocking because you're that fast, but time catch up to you, so all them punches. Wow. So it, it, it's wild. But yeah, fear, yeah, Fury Usyk, I guess. I got the best dad ever all the way from Baltimore says thanks for blessing the best boxing channel in the world. You are one of the best radio personalities in the game. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate that love, for real, for me. I got so much love for B-more in the whole DMV area. For sure. Well, hey, crack man. Uh, this weekend, Virgil Ortiz will be taking on Michael Mickinson. I'm sure you never heard of Mickinson, right? Never heard of Mickinson, but I am very familiar with Virgil Ortiz. Okay. Mm. Okay, so, I mean, you're going to go with Virgil, obviously. We all going with Virgil around these parts. July has been a pretty slow month for boxing. We're hoping that August picks up. So there's not mm -hmm. many big fights to talk about. But before you do go, I at least want to, you know, I, I got to poke the bear because you didn't bring up Earl Spence or Terrence Crawford in the pound for pound. Oh. So are you interested in that fight if it happens I'm for this year? I'm very interested in that fight because those dudes – Man, those dudes are the disruptors in in their division, right? And and the crazy thing is, they I like them both equally. Mm -hmm. You know, it was almost like when when Lewis fought Tyson, I liked them both, but somebody had to lose, right? And I I, I don't know who I got in that fight. I've interviewed them both. I really rock with both of those guys, man. But I just know, like for the sport, it has to happen, right? Or like who you got in that fight? Ooh, no, no, uh, no real way to know who, man. That's just one you got to see, uh, honestly, man. Right. Both of those guys have been so dominant. Um, you know, you just got to hope that it happens this year and, and you know, no one uh, gets to use the excuse that anyone got old. Yeah, you know, because, like, you know, another fight that I saw where it was like, yo, this is way too late for this to happen. When I finally – I went to Vegas to go see Bernard Hopkins fight Roy Jones Jr. The first time. Um, or was it the second time? Uh, whatever the one was where it was, like, 2009-ish, 8-ish. And it was just like they were both older. And you just knew it would have been – they were being very cautious with each other. It was like watching the – the lightsaber fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi, but in Star Wars, A New Hope, and not Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. You know what I mean? Like, they just being very gentle with their punches. <laughs> like, man, and you just knew if you saw that same fight eight to ten years earlier, it would have been a lot more explosive, man. So we got to get these fights done without the politics, without the BS earlier, why these guys still got some aggression and, you know, durability in them. For sure. Listen, I think that's all yeah. the questions... <laughs> 
I got one thing. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be a dumb question to you probably, but I do want to know, so I'm going to okay. ask. Uh, you mentioned the show got, the radio show got syndicated after you mm-hmm. arrived. I mean, like, what was that process? Like, what exactly? Yeah, what's up, what's up with that? I don't know. I don't know what so, syndicated so syndication means. Syndication means where, show. like, you know, you're on in more than one place. So, you know, like, a show may be based out of Vegas, and you hear it in Vegas, but maybe those same people also hear it in L.A., San Francisco, and you know, in other parts of the country. So that's how it it was with my show as well. Um, you know, we launched uh, January six, two thousand twenty. Uh, right before things got weird out there in those streets. And, you know, we had a lot of hiccups and things to overcome because, like, you know, we went from being in the studio to having to work from home, but then eventually finding our way back to the studio about a year later. So it's been a really interesting process, and, you know, and it, it, you know, it taught us a lot, and hopefully, like, one day we'll be able to write a book about it, you know, because, you know, like, it's it's been successful, and uh, we're about to, like, you know, embark on year three coming up in this, uh, this upcoming January, so... I'm excited about it, man. I'm looking forward to branching out into more territories. I want to get out on the West Coast, too, and uh, and really make it bang, man, so more people can hear the brand. Understood. I um. I, I wanted to ask, uh, would Hot 97 or 105 be the pinnacle for you in your space or being, you know, uh in your position in the state that you were raised in, so to speak, or live in is the pinnacle for you. Um, you know, that that I you know, I think for people doing radio, New York is always the top of the mountain where you want to be. New York or LA, right? You mm-hmm. you definitely always want to be heard there because it has like the biggest population. But the cool thing is where I lack being on the radio there, you know, I'm on Dish Nation there which I know is different because it's a 30-minute show versus a four-hour radio show. But, yeah, ideally, yeah, I would love to be on in New York, you know? Yeah, but, sure. like, having a radio show in New York is like being a Supreme Court judge. You either have to get, like, you know, fired, murdered, or age out. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Breakfast Club is having a hell of a run out there in New York. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, Ebro in the morning, they having a hell of a run out there on, on High 97 as well. But if the opportunity did present itself because they wanted to, like, you know, change the furniture around, I would, man, I would be on a New York in a heartbeat. I would love it. But, you know, those are companies that are outside of the company in which I work for. So they're probably looking to curate their own talent from within to put them on there because that's just kind of how some of these things work sometimes. But, you know, never say never. Maybe I might switch teams and end up working for a different company and then... That's how we, you know, end up over there. But I would love to be home in New York, man, because, you know, it's it's home. But at this point in my life, I am just as much New York as I am Dallas and Atlanta. For sure. Now, the reason I ask, man, is I pull a lot of inspiration from Charlemagne the God. I love, uh, you know, the Breakfast Club in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you being from New York and being in that uh, field, just wanted to ask. But if you can, please give out no your doubt. social media. Uh, we do appreciate you taking out the time to join us, and we'd love to get you back. Definitely love to get you here in our studio and show you our facility whenever you're in Vegas. 100%. Bro, I'm going to definitely make sure we reach out because I'm always looking for something to do when I'm in Vegas, so that's a go. Green light that off top, right? For sure. Um, yo, you can follow me on all social media, H-E-A-D-K-R-A-C-K. And not for nothing, man, check out my Spotify channel. Um, not only do I have music, I also have like podcast stuff because I'd be doing things in the um, in the psychedelic medicine space as well. 
uh, like going on ayahuasca retreats and whatnot. What? I'm actually getting ready to go on one next weekend. Yeah. What? Where um, are you going? I'm, uh, to Brazil? It's going to be in in North Carolina. Oh, wow. I can't in North, say the they exact do, location. I didn't even know they're doing it in America. I thought you had to go to Brazil. Yeah, that's a myth. Okay. But there's some loopholes that allow you to do these things in the states, but you kind of just got to be in the. In do the you loop. record it's it? Not a, it's not. Huh? Do you record it? I don't, but I do. The closest thing I did to recording it was when I did my first ayahuasca retreat. I did an Instagram live after my second ceremony, and I was just talking about just all the things that I experienced in the previous night. And I dedicated like three podcast episodes to it, which you also can hear on Spotify, but it is a life-changing experience. And it's not something that I would recommend for somebody to do just for the sake of going to do it. You have to kind of have purpose in going to do an ayahuasca retreat. What was your purpose? You just extended um, this. My my mother passed. I was getting, you know, and I just started having, uh, thank you so much, my brother. And um, I you know, and I was you know starting my own show, and it was like a heavy, it was a heavy load. It was a a very heavy load for me to deal with at that time, and I just wanted to get answers to, you know, was my mom okay? And but you know, wait, the- so so you who you asking these questions to, and who's answering? So as crazy as this is going to sound, right, yeah. everybody's ayahuasca experience it's is going to be tailored to their needs, right? So let me tell you, I, I talk to God. Okay. And God, Because, like, the thing is, when you, depending on what your ayahuasca journey or path is, you will suffer what they call an ego death. And anybody, a lot of people who have gone on ayahuasca retreats will talk about the ego death. It's also the reason why Chris Rock has named his current tour Ego Death because he also went on an ayahuasca retreat and it's changed his outlook on life. And I just got back from uh, checking his show out last week. It's Chris Rock's best work in years. Like, mm. my man is dialed in. Um, but you, 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 you're going to have an experience that you, are, like, you may have a hard time explaining. But the, the takeaway from me is... This thing we're experiencing right now, this physical experience, this is the pregame. This is the pregame, right? And everybody that you know and love that has passed on, they are truly living their best life. We're the ones here suffering. I can say that with 100% of my whole heart without a shadow of a doubt. We truly are the ones here suffering. Mm. And when you think about your, uh, you know, things that people you know, aspire to do or like feel like the the goal is like, oh, I'm going to live a long time and make a lot of money. Yeah, that's cool and all, but we all have a higher purpose. And when you find what that purpose is, your your eyes will be a lot bigger. Your your intention and the way you move is going to change. Because I thought like I was supposed to change, my, change the world with my raps. Mm-hmm. And no, that's not it. I'm supposed to be a healer. And I'm supposed to learn how to be a better healer. Like healing in the way that people used to heal people in, in books that you read about because all these things are possible. Like, are you a Marvel fan by any chance? Absolutely. Out of all of the Marvel things you've seen, which one seems the most far-fetched and ridiculous to you? Fuck, man, the talking raccoon, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of far-fetched stuff. That's too vague. Okay, okay. 
Word is born. Okay, I got you in a talking record. Cool, for real, for real. But, uh, yo, Doctor Strange. Okay, multi-universe. Yo, Doctor Strange is more rooted in reality than everything in Marvel. And, and that's the one, like, on face value seems like it's more outlandish. There's so many things that we are capable of as, as human beings that we don't do because we're not tapped in because mm -hmm. we spend so much time looking at our stupid phones and we don't, like, spend time, like, med meditating, sitting in silence, trying to figure out, like, how to use the rest of the tools that, you know, God gave you, you know, between your eyes. You know what I mean? Like, you hear about people, you know, you hear about people talk about their third eye. Mm -hmm. It's truly a real thing. And very few people know how to really access it and access those abilities. Have you ever heard of remote viewing? No. Bro, like, yo, for everybody listening to this podcast, write some of this stuff down. Remote viewing. R people who can remote view, I can give you, I can write down some coordinates and hand them to you. And if you're a great remote viewer, without me telling you where the location is, you can tell me everything about the location. And it's a skill that you can learn. There's a skill that you can go to school to be taught for. People in the FBI and law enforcement use remote viewers sometimes to solve cold cases and crimes that they can't figure out. Not everybody is 100% capable because, you know, like our, our, our skills and abilities get dulled over time due to these like different gamma rays and radiation things that are flowing through the air, all this Bluetooth technology, microwaves and the whole nine. However, some people know how to like resharpen those skills and decalcify their pineal gland mm. so they can use some of these skills. Also another thing to look into is astral projection. Um, one of the things that also led me to ayahuasca was when my grandmother passed, I would astral project and be able to still communicate with my grandmother in a common space that we both felt safe in, which is our her apartment in the Bronx when I used to live with her. So, and I tell some of these stories too in the podcast, it, there, there's so many things, man, that we are capable of, but we're just so distracted. We're out, like, you know, making money, working for the man, or just trying to hey, see crack. On I hate media. to cut you, but... Uh, I know, you got to go. It is limited. So, understand, brother. But, but yo, we do well, want to get you back, and we, we have an amazing facility that we would love to have you come to and just tour. And if you have the time, sit down in the studio and, and do it again. Consider it done, my brother. I appreciate your time, your energy, your support, your love. Shout out to the world's greatest boxing podcast. See y'all again soon. Appreciate you, Let's man. Go. There Thank you have you, it, brother. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, DJ Headcrack in the building. Peace and love. Chill. All right. Um, so let me see. Looks like we got a few Super Chats came in, right? We we stopped at what? Jay Benitez. So I nah, think nah. LA, LA yeah, next. LA next. What we did last. LA sent his five dollars for the bag raffle, so we got to put LA in the spray ground bag. Spray ground bag. I'm putting raffle. them as we speak. What else we got to do? There's some more super chats there. I need you to get to Danny. No worries, champ. I got you. We're gonna get to, to those super chats in one moment. Just want to remind everybody tuned in on YouTube.com forward slash the boxing voice. Just want to remind everybody to go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead, hit that notification bell. We are going live every day of the week, multiple times a day. I got Woofie that says, shout out Ness for coming in the clutch in the late rounds on the chessboard. I got Bud and Seven, shout out Bo from Bama, stepping in when Ren Walk sleeping in. Hashtag Gatorade. Gatorade becoming a thing, bro. Q 
Oh, wait, we got to give him a spin. We yeah, got to give him a spin. Ben, 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 Ben. Woofay. Woofy. Woofy. For Woofay. Woofy. Woofy. Woofy sounds so much like Fifi. And we spinning. Oh, them. we not because they can't see it. Fucking. They nice. will see the end. Let's see what it would have been. It would have been the Nico Ali had, what else had, but you didn't see it. So now you can see. That it's gonna be. Kenichi Bear, if he wanted. So if you send another ten dollars, Wolfie, you will be entered into this beautiful pair. Headphones, Danny done took. Fives. Danny done took two of those. He gave one to his little lady mm-hmm. in uh, Chicago. So ten dollars more, you do get entered into that raffle. Q Trucker, five dollar soup chest saying shout out to Ness for keeping his foot on MMA fans neck. Let's go. Spin the wheel for Q. Spin the wheel Trucker. for Q. We need to have a MMA bashing hour every day, at least once a day. Y'all for, tripping? Not hour, but for like five minutes. For why? For. Uh, I mean, at least we're not behind a UFC facility anymore. Nico <laughs> Ali Walsh autograph hat, not just any hat, but a TBV. Autograph what hat. What you got to send in? Another $5? Yes. Mike yes. Wilkins with a $5 super chat. Hey, Mike. Welcome saying, back. I got Ortiz this weekend, but I expect some adversity, maybe even a decision. Hooker Blair 50-50. Damn, Hooker Blair 50-50. I didn't really feel it was 50-50. But let's go ahead and spin the wheel for Mike Wilkins, uh, one of his many daily super chats. <laughs> Shout out, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And you landed on... Spray ground bag. If you want to get in this beautiful bag, check out this. This is, first of all, look at this gold camo. 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 Camouflage. With the black vegan leather. And even the shark eyes. Secret compartment. Wait, they can't even see none of that. I'm over here talking like y'all can see. Now, y'all can't see. Yeah. You got a secret compartment within your bag. We ain't going to tell you where it's at because then everybody know and it won't be a secret anymore. But that is gold camo. You see that? See that camo? Yes. Beautiful. And Danny Garcia has a song where he says, Knox got that ammo. No, Knox got, yeah, Knox got that ammo stuff in the camo. Mm. Yeah. You don't like his rhyme? Take it up with Danny. He said it. Spray ground. You see the, see the shark bite right there. Send in another, what do you have to send, bro? $10. There you go. New York Bullet with the $20 Bullet. super chat. Saying, I got Ortiz and Cobb. 20 Definitely not counting Hooker out, though. Would like to see everybody picking Cobbs. Ortiz versus Ben in the future. Blessings to you. I don't think it's that easy, man. Shout out for that 20 twice. Yeah, let's we're gonna spin the wheel at least twice for you. Shout out to the $20 super Shout chat. Shout out New York Bullet. And Hooker been knocked out twice. Let's see, let's see where you land. Spray, spray, spray ground hot today. So you up in there, you get one more spin because that was 15 out of your 20, right? Yes, indeed. And he gets one more. One more spin and you will be entered into the spray ground raffle. And that one is then Albert Bell Glove. If you send 10 more dollars, New York Bullet, you will be entered into the custom autograph one of one. Auto, uh, Albert Bell autographed glove. So who was just sparring with who? I forget. Damn, it's Daniel. Been a, it's been a long day, champ. I'm sorry. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. What's next? Uh, that's all the super chats and all the callers. We ain't got no callers, bro. 
No, nope. we don't. But we have a couple of news and notes that we need to get to, right? Let's get uh, to them. We got Keith Thurman now also wanting to fight Laura at a catch weight of 155. So monkey see, monkey do on a Danny Garcia call out. We didn't even see him fight at 154 yet. No, we did see him fight at 54 before. He fought Quintana long time ago. Oh, long, yeah. long, long, long time ago. But uh, that's about all the news and notes that I found. <laughs> It's been a very slow month. Few weeks, yeah. You know, uh, July Absolutely. has been slow, but August will warm up for sure. Especially at the end of the month, you know. Uh, it's heating Contrary up. to popular belief, at the end of August, temperatures in Vegas, at least this year, will uh, spike up. Yo, but we got sparring at Dennis Douglas Gym tomorrow, 5 p.m. DJ, $20 Super Chat. Ain't, hey, oh. ain't, ain't saying nothing, just showing some love. We'll showing spin a that love. We're going to spin that wheel, and, and, and hopefully you get some love. Spray ground hot today. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see. Spin a wheel. You showing it this time? I'm showing it. All right. Let's see. And, and it man. is Kenichi Bear. Kenichi Bear. Listen, if anybody wants to get their own Kenichi Bears right now, you don't want to wait. You don't have to. You could just go to their website, use the code tbv and get like 15 percent off and don't damn dj sent two or is that a mistake on my side Nah, just one okay so shout out dj with the kenichi bear we're gonna put you in the raffle for the kenichi bear headphones but he get one more spin right yes yes he do now we got four people in the kenichi bear raffle and your second spin going up now Let's see what you get, champ. Hopefully, you get a keychain or something. Ain't got to send no more. Albert. Actually, Kenichi Biz. So, if you want to have two raffles, this way you give yourself more of a higher probability. Two entries. Two entries. It's up to you. You don't have to, though. You don't have to because you was just showing love. You feel me? But it does seem like that is all the callers and all the Super Chats. Um, we will give you guys a few seconds, see if anybody hops on last minute calls before we bounce. And as you all know, we will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern for our daily morning show. Peace. I wasn't saying bye. I was just reminding them. But yeah, since we don't have oh. any more callers, I'm your co-host, Ringwalk Danny. Make sure to follow me on all social media platforms, Ringwalk Danny. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Nesta Gibbs is himself. You can find him on TikTok and on YouTube at Nesta Gibbs. Yes. Nest GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. We are the boxing voice everywhere in the world. YouTube, uh, you know, uh, Spotify, iTunes, you know, everywhere in the world. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, the boxing voice one on Cash App, you know. Burr. Fuck with us. We back tomorrow Let's do morning. It. Adios. Yes. Una vez más. Con la mano arriba